Hello, and welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where you can propel your faith into even deeper levels as we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt Geib. Good day, good day, Kingdom Corner Podcast followers and devotees. The great Matt Geib here with you on another episode of the Kingdom Corner. And today I just want to do something different. I want to kind of um, go off the beaten path a little bit from what we have been doing. I have sought to set up a format here where we would interview one or two people a month, possibly, and at the same time do some solid Bible teaching. And with that in mind, we had been in the book of Philippians, about the second chapter, um, just getting into some real meaty verses. And you know, life uh, sometimes throws you a curveball, and things change a bit. I had even contemplated not coming on this week, uh, but I like to try and stay consistent as much as I can. Uh, We've had one of those curveballs thrown to us as a family. Uh, this past week, and that is my dear mother who has lived with us since uh, 2015 and built an apartment onto our house, had an acute stroke um, on Friday the 13th. She's still in the hospital. It's really been a roller coaster ride. She is 92. Uh, She loves the Lord. She's had a good, good long life, uh, brought up and raised in uh, Midwest in uh, Central Ohio, was a school teacher for 40 years, had a good Christian life, um, kind of had a greenhouse uh, atmosphere to live in as a person and a Christian, Uh, worked for Crisis Pregnancy Center as well when she was retired, Uh, just a good woman of God, and uh, I believe maybe at this point she's approaching the end of her life, and I want to read about that a little bit today kind of a a topic, a verse in the Bible. It's very popular. And I want to read from a a book that I wrote that will will go into what I'm talking about. This is another season of life that sooner or later we all face one way or another. And like I said, I didn't know if I'd be on here this week, but I thought I needed to, you know, share with you. I wanted to share my heart with you uh, on this important season that our family is is now encountering. It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, it looks like maybe tomorrow or the next day we can bring her back to our house and have her under hospice care. Um, I think that's the way to go. Some of you may say, "Well, God would bring healing," and He would. But you know, there's also there also is a season where we approach the end of our lives and our work on earth, our time on earth is done. And uh, Abba wants to take us home. So I wanted to read a little bit from my book and then make uh, some comments because my book addresses this a bit. Uh, I don't know how many of you know. I I don't get on here and toot this horn very much, though I think on uh, the ad or the blurb for this podcast, it, 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 it does at the end make a pitch for this book. I wrote a little devotional book about 100 pages long, five or 10 minute devotional read every day that you could have for, you know, 20, 30 days called Searching for Significance 
a devotional journey through Ecclesiastes. I wrote that book uh, in the summer of 2019. I was just basically writing in my journal, writing um, devotions, you know, based on that. At that time, I was reading through Ecclesiastes. I've always been a student for the last 10 years, uh, 20 years of Ecclesiastes. I've taught classes in church on Ecclesiastes. I love this book. It's an enigmatic book. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Um, but it's very profound in some of the truths that God revealed to my heart. And at the time, I was also taking a class in creative writing. And the woman that has the class, she, she's also a, an author. Uh, and she's also a publisher. And she kind of coaxed me along uh, uh, as she read some of my devotional into turning this into a book, which, uh, like I said, I wrote it in the summer of 2019, just in a journal. And uh, in the next year, uh, we worked on this book. And uh, in the summer of 2020, we published it. So I want to read to you, Searching for Significance, A Devotional Journey Through Ecclesiastes, Chapter 3 of Times and Seasons. Chapter 3 of Times and Seasons. Um, this little devotion for for this day is based on Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have to get a little water there. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. And so, just to go back, and then I'll read, a time to be born, and a time to die. And that's the beginning of, of Life on earth, of course, in that phrase, and the end, and all the seasons in between. And I would say my mother has experienced the seasons in between in her life, and she's had a very good life. Um, you know, she was born in 1930. Uh, so she's of that, uh, what they would call the greatest generation, I believe. Um, she was married uh, two times. My father was in the Korean War. My stepfather was at the in the end of World War II, so they were of the greatest generation, too. Um, they were good men, you know, uh, doing the best they could. Good Christian men, you know. Um, my dad had his faults, had his failures, of course. Um, my stepdad was a pretty steady Christian. At the end of his life, my dad did come back to the Lord, so, you know, they were brought up in a good time. Uh, though they did go, like I said, through a time of war, which, you know, we can't understand ourselves unless we've been through that. So a very traumatic time. 
So I want to read this chapter and then make a few more comments. Here we have possibly some of the most well-known verses in the Bible today. Made famous in 1965 by the rock and roll group The Birds, this portion of scripture was crafted into a song by a folk singer, Peter Seeger, in the late 1950s, and in 1965, the group The Birds recorded it, and it went on to be a number one hit on the music charts. Seeger wrote the song title, Turn, 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 verbatim from this Bible passage, only adding his own last six words, I swear it's not too late. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What Seeger and the Birds intended this song to be was a plea for world peace. Hence Seeger's admonition that it was not too late. Much could be said about desiring a season of world peace. My feeling is that this world will not attain a season of lasting and eternal peace until Jesus Christ returns the second time and establishes a new heaven and earth, Revelation 21, 1-7. But for a moment I want to explore the importance that Seeger states, as Seeger states, of not being too late. As the line of this song reminds us, we can miss out on a season or a time in life and be too late to experience what was intended or worse yet, make a mess of a situation through acting in an ill-timed manner, out of season as it were. And you know, I've, I've lived 66 years, I'll make a comment on that last paragraph, and say that I've missed a season or two. Uh, I've been asleep at the wheel, so to speak. Um, you know, I've made a mess of different seasons in life. You know, it's just like a surfer getting on a wave. Um, if you go and try to get on the wave too soon, um, you crash. Um, and if you hesitate too long, you miss it. So I've been through that. I know what that's like. And I'm sure most people out there listening uh, can relate in the same way. Essentially, the words season and time in this passage mean just that. The idea of a specific or an appointed time. It is interesting to me that in the heavenly realm, time as we all know it does not exist. Yet God has placed us in a world where definite blocks of time really matter. Perhaps God desired to show us a paradox in creating time in this life. In our finite lives, I'm sorry, in our finite lives on earth, we all measure the passing of our lives by increments of time, measured in minutes, hours, days, months, and years. As we get older, the passage of time seems to speed up with each fleeting year, till we may wonder where, our, where all our life's years went. Could the very idea of passing periods of times and seasons, as Solomon conveys here in these eight verses, be a clue for us to see the existence and importance, I'll put in, of the internal realm? There are many defining moments throughout our, throughout our finite lives on earth. Celebrations, war, love, planting and harvesting crops that all humanity experiences. We see that various events and experiences mark the importance of our lives on earth. And yet someday for us all, 
these events of time will end and our bodies will wither and pass away. Unless that is, some of us are here till the return of Christ. And I believe this is the time and season the Geib family is in with my mother. You know, her body is, is winding down. It's withering away. Uh, even if she comes back from this stroke. You know, I'm not saying God couldn't heal her. He could. You know, I don't discount that. And yet, um, I believe it may be her time to pass on uh, into her reward, heavenly reward. Um, our bodies wither and pass away. You know, that's just, that's the cycle of life. You know, we're born, like he says in this uh verse Solomon says and we die that's the beginning and the end and all the things in between so I go on I believe God has impregnated within every person the realization deep down that there is an eternity and I'm glad my mom caught that and you know uh, tapped into that with her life she was a preacher's kid you know uh, and she loved the Lord her and I always didn't agree on everything theologically, but that's all right. The important thing is that she loved Jesus and had a relationship, or does have a relationship with him. Solomon himself goes on to say in verse 11 that he has placed eternity in man's heart. To me, this is the very paradox of time in which we exist here in this earthly realm, yet with no existence of time in the heavenly realm, this speaks to us that there's something more, something better for which God created us. And if we will allow our hearts to grasp this, we will see that we were created to be eternal beings with a spirit to have an eternal relationship of love and intimacy with the Heavenly Father who created all things, even time. Let's read that again. If we will allow our hearts to grasp this, we will see that each of us were created to be eternal beings with a spirit to have an eternal relationship of love and intimacy with the Heavenly Father who created all things, even time. So I just want to just exhort you here, just pause and exhort you that God's placed eternity in your heart. And if you haven't yet tapped into that, if you're still living and breathing, taking breaths, there's still time for you to do that today, to begin to cultivate that, to begin to explore that and seek it out. You know, the Father also said, I believe in his Proverbs, also through uh, Solomon wrote Proverbs that, you know, the glory of a king is to conceal, a th uh, the glory of, of God is to conceal a thing, uh, 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 but I'm probably saying it wrong, but the glory or of man is to seek that thing out. And it reminds me that sometimes as fathers and parents, as we love to hide things like maybe on Christmas or even Easter from our kids that they could find them. Uh, God hides things from us and has a great pleasure in us seeking them out. And I think this is one thing that sometimes is not readily available. Uh, it is to us, but yet not in uh, real depth, that we could seek out more. That he's kind of hidden what this eternity really means. I've got another chapter in here called Eternity, the Undiscovered Country, uh, based on an old Star Trek movie. Eternity, the Undiscovered Country. Are you, are you leaning into that? Are you on a search for eternity today? You can be. 
And it starts with having a relationship with Jesus Christ, um, giving your life to him, uh, realizing that you are a sinner and that you can come to Jesus Christ and apply the blood that he shed on the cross to your life and have a relationship because of Jesus' death on the cross through Abba, through his father, through our father, Abba. Um, just a side note. It behooves each of us in this life to be on time. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. Are you on time today with your search for eternity, with your search for God and what he desires for your life? I even talk about this today. I could with you out there who do know him. Perhaps you're sidetracked a bit from that search. Uh, he's calling you today through this podcast, through these words, to get on time with your life. It behooves each of us in this life to be on time. First Chronicles 12.32 is an intriguing passage that says the sons or tribe of Issachar were men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do. This life, which consists of time and the importance of various passing events, in my belief, it is my belief, is ultimately to point each of us to the existence of eternity, which never ends, and then offer to us from the Heavenly Father a life filled with love and intimacy with Him. That's what we were created for, which never comes to an end. To understand the purpose of time is to know that we must pursue a relationship with Him as we pass throughout all this these seasons and experience of life. Let me say that again. To understand the purpose of time is to know that we were created to pursue a relationship with Him, that is Abba, as we pass throughout all the seasons and experiences of life. Notice these verses. Luke 2.11 Today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. There was a day, in other words, an appointed time that Jesus was born. Yet many of his countrymen missed the importance of it. Luke 4, 18 and 19 and verse 21. This is Jesus speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, and to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of our Lord. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. There was a day Jesus was commissioned to begin his ministry. Yet again, many refused him and missed out on this season of service. Hebrews 3 7, Hebrews 3.15, Hebrews 4.7, all say this, Today, if you will hear his voice. Today, if you will hear his voice. Hebrews 3.13, encourage one another day after day while it is still called today. See, we have to be on time with what God wants us to do today. Today, Jesus is reaching out to you if you're on this podcast listening and you haven't had a relationship with him or the father today dear christian if you're sidetracked um you know maybe in the things of this world or the cares of this world 
He's saying, hear my voice. Come back to me, my son or daughter. Today, you can take opportunity, like in your family or in your metron, that is the place where you live, the place where you work, the people you see to encourage people, to reach out to them, you know? So many times we forget that, I think. Today is the day. Scripture places great importance on always hearing the Father and encouraging the brethren, not tomorrow, not next week, not at church, but today. Why? Because we may not have tomorrow. Now is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians 6.2 Significance point. Now is the day to answer God's call. Not tomorrow, not next week, you may not have such conviction tomorrow or next week. You may have even left this world. You know, you, you may fall over from a heart attack or walk out your door, heaven forbid, and be hit and killed by a car. Those things happen to people. These scriptures I just read are a few that speak of the importance of times and seasons. To everything there is a time or a season. Solomon penned, my question is, are you, dear friend, aware of the times and seasons which you are going through in your life right now? Are you awake to that? Are you on time with God's plan for your life? Have you ha developed a relationship with Him? Have you even come into relationship with Him? There's still time if you're still breathing, if you're still listening today. First Chronicles 12.32 Of the sons of Issachar were men who understood the times with knowledge what Israel should do. 1 Thessalonians 5, 1-8 Now as to the times and epochs, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night, while they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly, like labor pains upon a woman with child. They will not escape. We're talking about people who don't know the time or the season. They're not prepared. But you, brethren, see, that's us, that know the Lord, and have a relationship with Him, are not in darkness, that that day would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons and daughters of light, sons and daughters of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. So then, let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. For those who sleep do their sleeping at night, and those who get drunk get drunk at night. But since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation, of times and seasons, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8. Are you on time in your life with God? Have you come to know Him personally, as I let you know how you could do through His Son, Jesus Christ, and accepting Him and admitting you can't do it on your own, that you're a sinner? Oh, dear, dear Christian, where are you at with God's plan in your life? Are you on time? Have you become distracted by the cares of this life? by the woes of this life, by the worries of this life, by maybe the worldly glitz and glimmer as you try to get ahead, like so many people do. Not that that's all wrong, 
But are you on time with God? what God wants to do in your life, with the plan he has for you? Have you talked to him about it? Yes, we need to be on time with the times and the seasons. And right now, I just, I would just ask for your prayers for the Gaib family. As we're in that very solemn time, possibly at the end of my mother's very precious life, that I think God would say, when she passes into eternity, um, come on in, my good and faithful servant. You know, welcome. Uh, I'm not saying the scripture just right, but you know what I'm talking about. Let's read Psalm 116 to 15, 116, 15 to close then. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Are you ready today if, if something happened to you? That the death of, of your life, the on this earth, if it was snuffed out, if it was gone instantly, that, that he would be looking forward to welcoming you, you into his presence. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Father, I just pray that everyone that hears this today, tomorrow, in the future, that they will begin to examine their hearts and seek out where they are at in relationship with you. You have said, just like in Ecclesiastes here, that you've placed eternity in all of our hearts. I pray that this would just come to fruition, that would come to the surface in everyone that listens today, that eternity is in their heart, whether they know you or don't know you, that because that's placed in their heart, they will begin to seek out what that time and season is that you have for them, what that beautiful plan is for them, what that beautiful situation is where you're desiring to make them into a masterpiece for you. In Jesus' name, I ask all these things, and I pray that you bless each and every one that listens to this. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another great discussion on The Kingdom Corner, hosted by Matt Geib. Remember to click the subscribe button so you can be notified of each new episode as it's released. To enjoy an even deeper dive into God's Word, check out Matt's new devotional book, Searching for Significance, a devotional journey through the book of Ecclesiastes. Learn more and even hear from Matt himself on the devotional website, significanceacademy.com. As always, thank you for being a part of The Kingdom Corner.